You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Coming up on this episode of the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. I think for them that was very different than what they were used to. It wasn't religion and just dead works. It was actually like the power of God and the presence of God. And so I'm not sure if that answered your question, but... It's really hard to think that we are worth it and that we're worthy of pouring money into and giving into. feels like they're not good enough and they don't have a family and they don't have a father and they don't have people that love them. Listen to me. You are good soil. Write it down. I want you to write it down on a Sharpie on your hand, on your paper, wherever you need to write it. You are good soil. Sometimes you just get started and like, I'm like, no. I record everything. You should know that. I've been recording this whole, all day. Stop it. All day. It's been a big giant record session. You're so obnoxious. (laughs) Darren's not wearing any pants. It's really awkward. Dang it. It's so awkward. (laughs) She's like, stranger danger, stranger danger. (laughs) You never want to be on his podcast because he doesn't wear pants. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we're behind a table. Like a news anchor. Haven't you heard about that? Those news anchors don't wear pants either. They wear like shorts and stuff. Just, <laughs> you just see from top up. That's how I am though. When yeah. I, when I even on my Facebook lives that I did, like yeah. I had just the front part of my hair down, and the back was in a ponytail, and I had a really pretty shirt on, and then I was wearing gym shorts. <laughs> wow! Behind the scenes, <laughs> behind awesome. the scenes of supernatural living. I like it. I'm going to have to get a hold of his thing and just swipe Man, it all up. How embarrassing. I can't believe you shared that with us. I, I can't you believe right you now. just. I hate I you right now. I can't believe you just shared that with the whole world. I'm not talking anymore. Delete all of that. Delete it all. Start over. Welcome back to the Kingdom Bringer podcast. I'm your host, Darren Eubanks. I am sitting alongside the one, the only. Bethany Picard, Beth Packard of Supernatural Living Podcast. What's going on, Beth? Oh, not much. Just giggling with you. What are you uh, What are you doing here in Dodge City? Well, visiting my awesome friends, Aaron and the, my son, Luke, are in Africa right now telling people about Jesus. It's been crazy awesome. Really good. Um They've seen so many signs and wonders and miracles. That's what they were going for, and that's what they're seeing. And uh, Luke shared today that they he prayed for, I think it was a younger boy that was lame, and he started walking around and hearing, you know, just deaf ears opening up and things that he's doing on his, you know, he's 13 yeah. and he's yeah. going after it and, and seeing it right before his eyes, you know, just miracles. And so that's, it's exciting as a mom. It's, you know, I know he left as a boy, my yeah. boy, and he's going to come home as a man. And it's just I try not to cry when I think about it, but it's definitely been a trip of a lifetime and a and a big change. So I'm excited. So is that his first is that his first real mission trip? Yes. Like 
First one ever? Like First one ever, yeah. Nice. He hadn't flown before or really? obviously left the country. So it was all, it was a big deal. He was really, uh, just flying was a big deal. He was yeah. asking me so many questions about it. And I'm like, you need to be asking questions about Africa and like what it's going to be like there too, because yeah, yeah, no joke. <laughs> the flying will be over and you'll be like, oh, I didn't get any information about the rest of this. So for him, was there like an excitement or was it anxiety or was it both? Like as a mom, what'd you experience with him? doing that for the first time? Um, he just had a lot of, like I said, just questions about flying and he's uh, scared of heights. And so oh, well, yeah. he was like, he was excited for the adventure, but just, I don't know. He's just open to it. He knew the Lord had called him. And so he knew that whatever happened there on the ground was going to be amazing and God was going to work through him. And I think he's, he's just had a great time sharing, you know, I've talked to him every day and he's gotten to tell me all the neat things that they've been doing. And I'm excited to hear more in detail as they get home. But so talk to me a little bit about that. I've, I've shared with you earlier that I just do not have a heart or a passion. I think a heart is probably the wrong words because I have a heart for that. Cause I have like the heart that the Lord gave me. Yeah. I don't have a passion or really a desire to do much with overseas missions. Mm -hmm. Is that something I know you and Aaron have been, is yeah. it the same place that you guys went to? It's where at a, now? No, it's a couple of countries away in okay. Africa. So you've been there. Is that something you've ever dealt with? Did you have a heart for that? Or is that something I that remember as a kid, always thinking it would be really amazing, but never actually thinking I would do it. And so I remember we had missionaries that would come to our church and, you know, we had, my dad was a pastor. And so we had, they'd stay with us and we'd get to hear their stories. And I would be like, wow, you know, like in a faraway land, like it wasn't even a real place, you know, like these places that they were coming from. And so it was always just like such a big world and like, I'd never experienced that. And yeah. so I guess I, I had kind of fantasized about it, if that's the right word, like I had thought, you know in a perfect world, maybe I'll do that one day. But, um, when we got to go last year, it was, it was kind of like something I thought would never happen coming true. And so it yeah. was just real surreal. And the whole experience, I was like that kind of just like, it was hazy and like, I'm like, is this really happening? You know, yeah. and to, to just have my feet on the ground in, in Africa, like is so still, I think back and I'm like, did that really happen? Wow. Like, that's cool. I went to Mexico when I was like, I was 17 years old when we went to Mexico. I was, I was going into my, going into my senior year of high school. I remember that. And that was my first experience, like going out of the country, yeah. first experience of like, you know, the missions stuff. We, we had a, a mime team. Nice. That my I can sisters, see you miming. I don't know. I was the tech guy. I was like the videographer. Love um, it. My sisters were in this mime team and stuff. And so we'd travel and we'd just kind of set up a little deal and perform, mm -hmm. you know, and we'd spend all day handing out um, stuff to get people to come to these events. And That's awesome. it, it, it was, it was okay. It was a little different. Like for me, the language issue is an issue for me. Yes. Like, and so we had all these, you know, classes we took beforehand to try to get as much Spanish as we could, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm just not a big foreign language. I just have a hard right. time with that. I can barely speak English most of the time. So that was very difficult. Like there, there was there was one time when I, I got to preach a little bit and give my testimony. And I just, I wasn't used to that whole the translator. translator thing. Mm -hmm. And 
it kind of just, I don't know. It was, it was very difficult for me to like minister in that environment. Um, it was fun to be a part of the team and like, you know, do video and record everything, but I, I don't feel like I could be myself in that environment very well. I don't know. Is that, did you guys experience any of that? You know, we didn't have that necessarily because in Kenya they speak English as well as Swahili. And so like almost everybody understood English. Obviously it was different, a different, you know, not dialect, but like just different. And they talked really fast. And so it was like an accent and fast. And I'm like, whoa, slow down. Like let me process. A lot of missed words there, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But that was one of the helpful things was the fact that they spoke English. I can't imagine what it would be like to not be able to communicate in any way other than like charades with someone. Yeah. And so that would put a whole nother level of like, I don't know what even the word is just kind of like, I don't, you know, you like trying to culturally yeah. like connect. So I understand that, but when they speak English, you know, yeah. it was like they were they were so much like us. I was actually kind of shocked how similar they were. And even where we were, we were in the city, like the country of Kenya is so much like Kansas. And so like the weather was the same The you know, their agriculture is similar. And so I was like, this is a lot like home. Like they were shocked by that. They're like, yeah. really? America's like here. And I was like, wow. yeah, where I live. They probably only see like New York City and L.A. Right. and the, yeah, movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't want to talk too much about that. I want to get into you, but at, at the same time, you've been there and experienced it. I want to talk a little bit because I know Aaron and Luke are both experiencing like amazing things right mm-hmm. now. The signs and wonders and just mm-hmm. thwards of people are showing up to these yes. crusades. Talk real quick about what you experienced in regards to the signs and the wonders in Africa, mm-hmm. why it's so prevalent and why it's different than what we really experience here in in America what like i would say more than anything they weren't real familiar with like our stream and what we carried um they had uh you know they were christians and they had heard the gospel but they'd never seen the power and so when the power showed up the power of the holy spirit and they were seeing people actually set free and healed yeah they were like all over it they were loving it and like it was like seeing the gospel through a whole new lens and just being opened up to like that amazing part of the gospel that so much of the church is missing out on because they don't believe in healing and they don't yeah. believe in this stuff and Um, I don't really understand that because I grew up in a home where we believed in healing and we believe the Bible for what it says as truth. And so I don't understand that, but I've been around plenty of people who don't understand it. And so when we saw those signs and the different miracles that took place there and even just the presence of God that we carry, they could tangibly feel the presence of God and I think for them that was very different than what they were used to. It wasn't religion and just dead works. It was actually like the power of God and the yeah. presence of God. And so I'm not sure if that answered your question. No, it but does. Do, do you feel like the the presence of God manifests greater there? Possibly. Because I've, I've, I've communicated with people. We talk about overseas stuff. We talk about certain places on the globe that... Mm-hmm definitely experience a presence of God in a different way yeah. than we're used to. I believe they're used to this 
spirit world. Yeah. They're more in tune with that. Yes. They understand darkness because there's so much witchcraft and so much darkness there that they understand the light and they get it and they see it. Whereas in our country, you know, it's more gray. Everything's just kind of gray and they don't even understand. Like people don't realize that manipulation is witchcraft, you know, here in the States. They don't get that, that when we manipulate and when we try to get our way, you know, like you're walking and you're doing witchcraft. And so they get that there. And so, yeah, they see the light, they see the opposite of it and they're, they're willing to turn from darkness. They just, they're after, you know, we are people who are called to be powerful. Like God has instilled that in us, but we're to be using his power and his authority to take back dominion of the earth. And so they're trying to find that power wherever they can find it. And in most places, they're only finding that in the demonic. Yeah, that's good. And so if they can find it, the true power of God in light, they're going to choose light. Everybody's looking for that. Well, they they understand bondage. Yes. Right? I mean, you see it. Again, I've never been there, but I've seen videos and I've seen the pictures and I've seen these crusades that you guys go on where there's just so much demoniacs and there's so much Mm -hmm. of this oppression when people show up who have been experiencing, like you said, darkness their whole life. They're born into this stuff. Mm -hmm. And why do they show up? Why do they show up to a Christian meeting i believe that there are a lot of i don't know i i would say a lot of them are coming to um keep see if they can see whose power is stronger really yeah. i mean the witch doctors they're showing up they're putting curses on the crusade grounds they're putting curses on the you know whatever and they're finding that we carry a power that's stronger than their curse and that we can break that curse. And when they see holy, you know, like what I just cursed them about, like it's not even phasing them. Like nothing's happening. You know, they're not backing down like others do who have come in Jesus's name. You know, others who have come saying they're with, you know, they're seeing there's something different about these guys. And I know that, um, there was a video that I watched of, uh, a witch doctor being brought before uh, Charlie and Aaron was there. And um, he just read his mail. He, this is the story that I heard, you know, yeah. so I, I hope I'm getting the facts right. But like he prophesied, you know, or get, got words of knowledge about him and, and shared things that were going on. And the guy like was just astounded by the fact that he knew these things about him and he ended up getting set free from, some of that junk and ended up giving his life to the Lord. And so to me, like that shows you that it's not that people don't want Jesus. Like all of creation is groaning and they're, they're desiring him. He is the desire of the nations, but what we've been, what the church as a whole has been giving them and showing them isn't Jesus at all. It's religion and nobody wants religion. They want the truth, the life, you know, that that's going to set them free. And so when people encounter the true Jesus and his power, they're like, give it to me. Yeah. Yes, I want it. Yeah. And so we've had a, some backlash and just junk coming against us. We're like, why are you going to Africa? Why are you doing this? Why are you spending thousands of dollars? And I 
kind of had a moment on Facebook today where I just like, I got irritated with it because I want people to hear our hearts. Like these are people that know us and love us that are saying these things. And I, I understand that they, they just are confused and they don't understand. But like, I wish they would just ask because here I'm, I'm going to tell you why, you know, we spend thousands of dollars to go there because we carry the power of Jesus Christ, like it talks about in the Bible, the real dunamis power, wonder working power. And we want to share the real power with the world. We want to show them that Jesus is powerful, that he is the most powerful. He is the king of kings, all of them. There's nobody above him and that he can heal the sick and he will heal the sick and he'll use us to do it. Yeah. And so we go there to show them that power. And, you know, if, if one person gets saved, it's worth out. You know, what's what's the amount that you would put on a salvation? Like, how could you even do that? Right. But we we saw, watched on the live video, you know, I don't know. I don't even know how. There were so many people. And the they're like, people. Yeah. yes, they're like, how many of you for the very first time? You know, they made it very clear the very first time you are surrendering your lives to Christ. Yeah. Raise your hand. And, you know, you just see the sea of people, you know, hands raised all over. And 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 I've I've questioned it before. I have questioned it before, but when I was there and I watched them weeping and falling under the power and the presence of God, like, wow. You can't deny that. You can't deny that God was touching them, that the Holy Spirit was touching them in that moment. And even if that's it, even if that's the only time that they feel the presence of God, like that is worth it. They will never forget that. They'll never, never, ever forget what Christ did for them in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And you were, you know, you were talking about the religion side of it. I feel like that's why I get so easily frustrated with the church because we're so okay with Sunday morning, mm-hmm. maybe feel goods, you know, like yeah. we've, we can do, to be honest with you, there's so many, I've experienced so many churches that can either do with or without Jesus. Like yeah. if he showed up on Sunday, it would actually be okay or not. Like right. as long as we have the offering plate pass and as long as we have the songs and as long as we have a message that makes me feel a certain way that I can get excited about, Mm -hmm. then I'm okay with that. And again, I talk about how I've never really had a passion for overseas ministry, but there's something about the idea of experiencing the presence of God and experiencing a hunger that we've never, that I've personally never experienced in the American church. Like I, I have not experienced a hunger to where hundreds of thousands of people are showing up for a cruise, a knowingly Christian crusade because they want to see a greater power than they've experienced. Yeah. You and I were talking about, uh, Aaron's going to Pakistan soon. When is that? October, October. He's going to Pakistan and I think we're talking about Robbie Dawkins and some mm-hmm. some prayers that he has said. Talk, repeat that for me. Oh, I heard him talking about being on an airplane, um, and he was sitting by a a Muslim man, and you know, my actually, just my dad and I were talking about this this morning about like what our what our culture thinks of you know like the stereotypical like Muslim 
you know, what they're like. And I'm like, dad, no, I know people who know people, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. who really know like the crusade director, he, his heart, his people, his tribe is, is the Muslims, you know, and he loves them. And I watch him pour out his heart for them. And, and he's just like, you know, they're, we're all searching. We're all so much alike. We're all just searching for, you know, like that, that highest power. And anyway, Robbie Dawkins tells a story of, I believe he was on an airplane and he was sitting next to a Muslim man and something was wrong. He got a word of knowledge about something that was wrong with him. And he said, listen, I, I'm a Christian. Um, I understand you're Muslim. You know, he says, I want to, can I just kind of do a little experiment? And, um, the guy's Hmm. like, yeah, sure. And so he prays for this man and he, at the end of it, he said he like ends the prayer in Muhammad's name, like wow. instead of Jesus's name, he says, "I, uh, you know, he's trying to heal him in Muhammad's name and nothing happens. And he says, now give me just a second. Like, can I pray for you one more time? And he prays for him another time. And he says like, okay, now I command this shoulder or whatever it was to be healed in Jesus name. And immediately the presence of God touches him and he's healed. And the guy's sitting there going, whoa. You know, like you can't deny that there's nothing to deny in that, in that instance. And so we have to walk in such an authority. We have to walk not just in the power, but in the authority of Christ and know not just who we are, but who, like what we're called to do. And, and he sent, you know, and, and Mark, like Jesus sent them out. He gave them all authority. He gave the disciples of Christ all authority to heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. You know, that's what we carry. And so we've got to be sharing it with the world and the world will come flocking in. They will come flocking in when they know that power. I just feel like God's actually okay with being the greatest. Right. Like Jesus is okay (laughs) with being the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Right. Yeah. And so I think, you know, we, we can say that we're testing him in that. Yeah. But I think he's okay. I think he's okay with us proving that he's the greatest yes. thing out well, there. Well, and that's a radical faith. Yes. You know, we have to have, ra- I don't know. Like, I want to yeah. think I have enough faith to do something like that, but it's not about us. Yeah. It's none, none of our work. That's putting Jesus right there in the spotlight. And it's all glory. All honor goes to him. Nobody else. Just Jesus. Yeah. So he gets it all. And every so he, time. so he actually has to show up and prove that. Right? Yeah. Like we can yeah. say it all, you know, all we want. Right. But if he doesn't show up, then we're not right. Right. <laughs> then we, we actually don't serve a God who's greater. That's right. If he doesn't show up. So I think he's okay showing up. I he think is. He, I think he feels okay being put to the flame and put to the test in that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. He actually wants to restore things. That's cool. So enough of talking about your husband and his endeavors. I know, right? He's going to be like, why did you have a whole podcast about me? (laughs) If we're going to talk about him, let's talk about something besides missions. Let's talk about all the dirty stuff. (laughs) There isn't any. Of husband. He's such a sweetheart. (laughs) We love you, Aaron. Come home. Let's talk about Beth. Let's talk about supernatural living. Let's do it. You have a podcast, Beth. I do. Did you you know know that? I do. It's incredible. Supernatural Living with Beth Packard is part of the KB Podcast Network. And talk to me real quick. Talk to us about your heart behind the podcast. Why did you start that? Except for the fact that I forced you to. (laughs) Why did you start this podcast? You cannot force me to do anything. Hey! (laughs) 
you <laughs> you were instrumental in it. But um, I just really love the having a place to just share my heart and allow people to um, just really dive in. I I have a heart for helping people move from uh, boring Christianity, if you want to call it that, or what I would consider religion into living a powerful life with Jesus, you know, just rocking your world and actually like believing the stuff that's in the Bible and acting on it. And so I feel like this podcast is a, is a great platform to do that, to help people know that, you know what, I am not some wild, I have not you know, I don't have any amazing schooling. I don't have, you know, anything that the normal everyday Christian has, you know, like I'm no different than anybody else. And yet I am willing and I've said yes. And, um, the Lord uses that and we each have a unique voice and we each have a unique calling and just helping people understand that, that, people need to hear what the Lord is doing in and through us. And so I use the podcast as an opportunity to just share my stories and share my heart and what God's teaching me. And I hope that it is just blessing the socks off of people and they're growing. I know I get, yeah, your socks are already off, Darren. Dang. It must be working. <laughs> but I just, I, I want to empower others women, men, whoever's listening. Like I want to empower them that they have a voice and that they are powerful and they need to use it for the right kingdom. Yeah. And it's just one stream of ministry that you uh, get to participate in. Share with us some other avenues where you're kind of gifted and have the opportunity to, to bless people. What's some other avenues that the Lord has kind of blessed you with in regards to ministry? I have several of them. You're right. Uh, Aaron and I, uh, are the senior leaders at the Gathering Revival Center in Winfield. And we have all sorts of fun there leading our team. And um, we also, I've got a my own business that I run from home, and I've got a team of about 350 people that I lead as well. And I, whether they like it or not, I drip, drip, drip Jesus into everything we do because he is my life, you know, like he's in me, he's he's all, you know, all consuming. And so I do that as well and run that business from home. Um, homeschool my kids. That's a pretty big ministry. Like I'm raising up, raising up and equipping disciples essentially. Like my first one just went out into the nations, you know, like my oldest that I've homeschooled since he was itty bitty, you know, he's always been home with me and I, I would say that I must be doing a good job. Yeah. I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one that he chose that he wants to do. He wants to stay in the family business and he wants to go. He'll be a third generation missionary pastor. You know, like I already know it. His call, the calls there. He said yes. And, and there he goes. So to me, that's really powerful. It's, I'm not even crying about it, but it's so incredible to see that taking place. And then I am, I've given myself a deadline of July 1st to get my very first book into the publisher. Do you realize last time I had you on, I think it was episode 19, maybe? Does that sound right? Do you know? I don't know. Maybe. Episode 19, I think. 
and you were, I don't think you'd started yet. Had you? Had you Not started really. writing yet? I don't think so. You were, you were discussing, um, getting the guts to actually yes. move forward with this. Yeah. And I don't think you'd started writing yet, but you are finished. I am finished. For the most part, you're yeah. done, right? Just a few edits left and wow. waiting on a couple of things and then we'll get that processed. And four to six months from now, I will have that book in hand. And I'm just really excited. The people that have had the opportunity to read it have just been like blown away by what the Lord revealed to me during that process. And it, the whole book is about just um, that journey that the Lord took me on from yeah. religion and hating it, not wanting a dead religion that, that had no power, but what that looked like as I crossed over and bridged into a deep intimacy with Jesus. And so it's just some prophetic dreams that I had and just me kind of, that whole process, those years of my life where the Lord just took me through that. And it's, it's a fast read. It's like a sit down, start it and finish it in the same night, kind of a read. But to me, that's kind of how I am. I doubt it. (gasps) Why? I can't read that fast. Yes, you can. You can read fast. This one's, this one's different than every other book. I challenge you. It's so good. You're going to read it in one I'm going to read it, but it's not going to take me a day. I could read it maybe a month if I put my mind to No, I challenge you before every one of our listeners. I believe you can do it. It's going to be that amazing. Whoa. Okay. Okay. I'm down. I have never, I think I shared this with you. I've never really had a, this this podcast is all about you and what you're doing and me and what I don't have a desire to do. (laughs) That's awesome, Tara. (laughs) You guys have gone overseas. I've never really had a passion for that. (laughs) <laughs> you've written a book. I've never really had a desire to write a book. I love writing. I do some writing. Doing a book just seems so daunting to me. Was this a daunting task for you? It it kind of was. And it for me, like writing it, the initial writing was not hard. Reading it over and over and over again is so boring. Yeah. Like, cause I'm editing it and I'm trying to make sure that like it's flowing the way I want it to flow. And just the, that part of the editing process is very daunting. And I think that's what most people never finish is yeah. that part. Let me ask you a question. This might be like inside sports type question, but like when it comes to writing a book, did you, for, let's just say for this one specifically, did you just write the whole thing and then chop it up into chapters or did you think this is going to be chapter, this is going to be a chapter, this is going to be a chapter? How does that work? Um, I went to a writing conference before I ever decided to write a book just because the Lord told me to. And I didn't even really want to write a book when I went to it, but I learned not to necessarily do it like that, but to kind of have an outline and to write the end first, which is weird. You think about it, my but like, wife, what's the end game? Like my wife reads the end of a book first <gasps> before she decides what? if she wants to read it. Yeah. My wife That's is sitting right here in front of a microphone and she's covering her get, mouth. So she's not heard. There, Jamie. But she's not even, the mic's not even plugged in, but she's sitting here right now. And I can tell you that I've seen her shop for books. That's And she opens up the back page and reads it and then puts it back if it wasn't interesting. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I, that's not how I do things. But Jamie, anyway. You, you better read my book <laughs> from start to finish. So since you started your book with the, with the ending, it better be good. That's what right. I'm saying. 
Yeah, yeah it is. You so better take your time with the ending of this book. The end actually is my favorite part. I share probably the most profound prophetic word I've ever gotten right at the end, just smack dab. And that actually you got- makes sense for me. I can I can understand. It's kind of like, uh, I, I guess you said that, the end game. Like it gives you something to shoot for, I think. Yeah. That's like cool. what do you want to accomplish? Because yeah. I had to have a, what is it I want my reader to accomplish by the time they get to the end? And so I ended with the most powerful thing I had, which I feel like everyone who reads my book now is going to skip to the end of it and read the <laughs> last page because yeah. I just told My that. wife will. She'll do that. No, like that totally, like I've never thought about that. Again, I've never even considered writing a book, but that makes sense to me because I think what I would really struggle with, I think this is why I've never wanted to do it. I think I would struggle wrapping it up. Like I I would struggle with finding an ending. I do that with sermons. I do that with talking. I do, you know, it's like wrap it up, Darren, you know, and it's, I, I understand how that would be a struggle writing. Like, I would, I can see myself stressing out. Like yeah. I cannot come up with a powerful ending, but go with it first. Get it, get yeah. it over with. Then that's you don't awesome. have, you don't have to crash land that way. Yeah. That's awesome. You, you got it already set up. And if the endings, like, oh, let's be real. You want the ending to be great. Mm-hmm. You want the end of the book to be the best part. Like you said. Yep. So that, yeah, you can kind of, so the first part of the book's not going to be very good. You said <laughs> the ending is awesome. No, it's all good. Okay. It's all good. What are some other things that you got going on, Beth? Bethany? Oh, first of all, I haven't been called Bethany since college. Since the last time you saw me. Or maybe then. Okay. Um, I'm not really sure. That's pretty time consuming. Oh, you know what? No. <laughs> this is called the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. Yes. I'm about to bring it, Darren. Oh, snap. <laughs> Okay, so I was sharing this with you already, but I have been praying for like over a year, maybe even longer than that for I love the marketplace. I love business and like that is where my passion and my heart is. But I was like reading all these business books and training and like I have a degree um, in leadership studies, but like there was something in it that was always just kind of worldly and like had a twist of like that manipulation and like, uh, yuck stuff. That's not kingdom. See, I've never, I've never really had a desire for, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) I had to throw something at him, right? Listeners. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay. So like then I'm praying and I'm just asking the Lord, like, how can I purify this? How can I make my marketing and my, you know, like what I do with my business, pure and kingdom. And so I am telling the Lord, like, I need something. I need this, whatever, you know, like help me out. And I came across, I believe that the the guy who started a movement just like this, he was tricked into it by the Lord, which I've been tricked into lots of things by the Lord. And so I totally get that. That's awesome. Uh, he was tricked into this last year around this time. And I'm wondering, like I go back and I think, Lord, was this thing an answer to my prayer and probably thousands of other people like an answer to my prayers, but um, it is a kingdom entrepreneurship like 
movement. It's a movement and it is backed by some of the big name guys. You know, it is so incredible. And it is like he has spent uh, hours, thousands of hours like training with worldly gurus, you know, and learning all this stuff, but filtering out everything that's not biblical, everything that's not kingdom. And he has like established this huge community of it's just this like kingdom family. Wow. And I ran into him, found an ad on Facebook back in March, and I've just, uh, Aaron and I have just like been infiltrated into this like 12 month long mentorship program with it. And it is incredible. They're getting ready to like, they're doing one last push up the last few days of uh, June. And in July, they're like kind of shutting it off for three months and they're just going to like pour into everybody who's just come in. And it's just, it's so exciting because like that is what, I need. We can use it for ministry. We can use it for business. We can use it. It's just like hammering the religious spirit, poverty, mindsets, orphan spirit, all that stuff that's held the church back and held Christians back for so many years. It's held them back and he's just hammers away at it. There's prophetic in there and they're like giving, you know, just like prophetic insights into like how to help people in their business. And so I just like, I'm serious. I'm like so on fire about this and so stoked that like I want to tell everybody about. So this is a great opportunity. If you are kingdom minded, if you are looking for something like that, if you have a business, would like to have a business, have a desire to make like money to fund back into the kingdom to help spread the gospel. You know, if you want that, like I'm going to, I'm going to give Darren a link to post that he can share that with you guys. And you got to get in on this. It's happening soon and they're shutting it off for a while, but there's so much, there's free resources and then there's a paid mentorship as well. And it's just something that it's just in the first day, like it was worth the money that I spent on it. It's been so incredible. Well, let's talk about the money that you spent on it. I, you said something that I found very inspiring. You had talked about investing in yourself yes. and that that's something that you have never really done. You didn't no. talk about that. Like what, w- when you say that you've never really invested in yourself, what were you financially? What, what you yeah. Financially. I don't know that I've ever, other than that writing conference that I went to, which the Lord called me to do. Um, I don't know. And it was hard. It's hard to invest in ourselves, I think. It's really hard to think that we are worth it and that we're worthy of pouring money into and giving into. And the very first video that I watched when I got into this program was about how they were talking about good soil and the soil that we need to sow into. And they were just hammering that orphan spirit, that feels like they're not good enough and they don't have a family and they don't have a father and they don't have people that love them. And they were hammering that away. And they were like, listen to me, you are good soil. You listeners are good soil and you have to be willing to invest in yourself. Like you have to be willing. God invests in us. He invests in us all the time. Our family can see that we're good soil, but sometimes we are like our worst critic and we don't believe in ourselves and we don't, we don't invest in ourselves. And so I was like, wow, it was just so much confirmation because I told Aaron, I'm like, Aaron, I've been praying about this. And it was, I'll just tell you, it was $3,000. It was $3,000. And I'm like, uh, we were raising money for the Malawi trip and we're, you know, we've got Pakistan coming up and we're like doing these things so beyond what we 
have the means for and our faith is being stretched so much like outrageously this year and then I throw this three thousand dollars into it and Aaron's like okay well if you think so you know like let's be praying about how the Lord's going to work this out and how he's going to make this come to pass and within you know a month and a half's time I get word of they're celebrating their one year anniversary and they have marked that price down from $3,000 to $997. And I saw it and I was like, Aaron, we have to, I said, I'll sell my car. I'll sell all the inventory I have (laughs) for my business. I will sell it all. We have to do this. Like I'm so confident in this. And, and it was scary. Because I was basically saying, I believe in myself. I know the Lord has called me to this. I know, I know, I know, I know. And then afterwards, I'm like, did I hear right? Am I sure I know? Yeah. Am I? And then the very first thing that, the very first teaching and the first, uh, like mentorship thing that I did on there was you are good soil. You are worth it. You are worth this and you're going to get such incredible value and you're going to change so much. And like, they're just hammering away heart issues and just helping people to heal through junk that they've been taught and strongholds in our minds that we've just believed forever and like retraining us. You know, Dan Muller always says you were, you were homeschooled in the wrong home. And that's what they're saying. We have so much stuff in us that's wrong, wrong mindsets that we have to get lined up with what the Bible truly says and what the kingdom really looks like. And so I'm so excited. I've just been, I've listened to hours and hours and hours of stuff and just been so blown away. It's going to be exciting. I think that's an amazing starting point when you realize that you can invest in yourself yeah. like that, especially for whatever reason, financially is always the biggest investment, right. the hardest investment to mm-hmm. make. But man, I would love to get to a place where I'm like, I know that there's no greater soil than me. Right. Like I should be yes. okay saying I trust more than any other soil that's out there. Yeah. My wife and I have given to, other ministries, we've sown seeds in other ministries that we quote unquote trust as good soil. Mm-hmm. What about this soil? Yes. Like, I should believe that this is the best soil, That's right? True. Because yes. only, I, I know my relationship with the Lord greater than I know anybody Absolutely. else's relationship with the Lord. And so it's official. We are giving $40,000 to me tomorrow. <laughs> Yes. To this podcast. <laughs> I trust the soil that is the Kingdom Bringer podcast. Honey, who's sitting right next to me. Thank you for the motivation, Beth. You're welcome. We take that as truth in Jesus' name. No, that's amazing, though. It really is. And I feel like that's going to be a a breakthrough moment for mm-hmm. someone right now who has just been teetering on that. And I think the Lord gives passion and he gives desire to people that he trusts to carry things. That's right. But if they don't trust themselves and if they don't trust what they've got going on with the Lord, Mm -hmm. it's never going to happen. It's, it's, it's just not going to happen. God desires to partner with us that much that he actually allows us to move or not, right. To go or not. And so, no, I think that's awesome. It's powerful to hear that, um, you, you saw yourself as good soil. That sounds yeah. so elementary, like doesn't it? Like I, I can I could preach that to you all day long, but I don't even believe it for myself half the time. And right. so getting to that place where it's like, man, this is good soil. Why? Because God is in it. 
That's right. The kingdom is in this. It's good soil. That's good. I love it. That's good. Well, everybody check out Supernatural Living with Beth Packard. Wherever you listen to podcasts, Google, Apple Podcasts, you're on Spotify, you're on YouTube. Check out BethPackard.com. Is that right? That's right. Supernatural Living on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Uh, Like always, we're going to have all this in the show notes. Anything else out there that you want the people to know about what you are doing, what this good soil that I'm looking at right now is doing? I think I summed it up. How can people (laughs) sow into that good soil? Look at that. That was a great, wasn't that awesome transition? Yes. How can people sow into this soil the same way you've sown into it? I think I'm just feeling the Holy Ghost here. Okay. I think, I think they should sow into themselves. There you go. I think you should sow into yourselves. I'm going to give Darren a link. I want you guys to follow this link. And if you are a kingdom person, which I'm not sure why you'd be listening to the Kingdom Bringer podcast, if you weren't a kingdom-minded person, I want you to sow into yourselves on my behalf. If that's what you want to do on my behalf, go to this link, check out this site, this acceleration, this hundred X acceleration and go look it up. Go ask the Lord, is this something you want me to sow into and sow into yourselves, sow into your good soil. It's not about me. It's about a movement. It's about the Lord raising up entrepreneurs, raising up kingdom-minded business people. It can be in the church. It can be in the marketplace, but raising up, he needs kingdom-minded people to have his money. The world has money right now, but the kingdom needs the money to fund these crusades, to fund these things, to to fund missions around the world, to help people get out of human trafficking, the sex slave, like all this stuff. The kingdom needs this money. It's being used for evil right now. Money is not evil. The love of money is evil. And they are raising up an entire movement of people that are kingdom minded, that are pure in heart, that love the Lord with everything they are. And they need money coming in, abundance of wealth coming in to sow back into the kingdom. And so I am encouraging you right now. In fact, I just declare over you, you are good soil. Listen to me. You are good soil. Write it down. I want you to write it down on a Sharpie on your hand, on your paper, wherever you need to write it. You are good soil. And I want you to pray and then just say yes to sowing into yourself. Join us in this movement. Join us in this thing. It is going to be it's just going to be so powerful. It's so powerful. Man, I think this is so awesome because the whole basis of this podcast specifically, this whole network of podcasts specifically, mm-hmm. is that the kingdom lives inside of you. Yes. The kingdom is inside of you. So hearing this, I, why do I feel like we're <laughs> I feel like we're on one of those TV shows, like with a, what do you call those, <laughs> where you're like, call in right now. And yes. <laughs> that's so awesome though. Like I yeah. feel like it has the same spirit behind it. It's awesome. So- this isn't about like, this is not a worldly podcast where we're saying that you deserve this. Like, right. Right. We're, we're not, we're not preaching like, man, I deserve this. No, the kingdom deserves this. Yes. Like the yes. kingdom inside of me deserves this. I wouldn't be sowing into me if it wasn't for the kingdom right. inside of that's me. That's right. And so I think that's important for people to, to, to hear and know. And that's all I'm hearing from Beth right now is like the kingdom deserves you sowing back into yourself because Jesus did. 
Yes. Jesus gave everything for That's you. Right. That's and right. The, the least we can do is actually see ourselves as worthy of that. That's right. That he didn't do it for nothing. That's he right. did it because we are worthy of this. Yes. And so, yes, right now, Beth gave you permission to sow into yourself, to sow into the kingdom that God absolutely cares about yes. inside of yes. you. And so, man, we just, uh, I echo that and I say yes and amen to that. That's yes. awesome. And there will be a link in the show notes. You guys can check it out and follow her instructions right now. She's leading this charge. <laughs> so thank it. you. That's awesome. So check it out again. Uh, Supernatural Living Podcast. Try to have new episodes every Tuesday. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys. Beth, thank you for coming on again. Thank you. You're amazing. I love hearing what you guys are doing in uh, Winfield, Kansas at the Gathering Revival Center in Africa through books, through podcasts. You're international now, girl. Oh, yeah. I this saw is an that. international ministry. That's so good. Thank you guys so much for tuning in once again to the Kingdom Bringer podcast. Check us out on Facebook at KB Podcast. Uh, go on Apple Podcasts if you can and give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. Rate, review, subscribe, and share this episode to all of your friends you should have more friends now because friends are sewing into themselves because of what Beth said on this podcast. So That's we are right. sewing into ourselves because That's the right. kingdom is amazing. It's powerful. Love you guys. Do not forget to check out the other podcasts on the KB Podcast Network, the Two Brothers Podcast with Jason Getz and Chris Hagan, and the Supernatural Living Podcast with Beth Packard, both on the KB Podcast Network, and you can find them at various platforms. Whichever one you listen to, you can find them. They're in the show notes as well. And please go visit kingdombringer.com. There you can find the Kingdom Bringer blog as well as easy access to the podcast. That is it. Until next time, be blessed. <laughs>